Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Deep End. My name is Bryce, and today I will be ranking the top 15 point guards now. So, I've just made a list of the top 15 point guards currently, and I'll rank them, and then we have some honorable mentions. So, yeah, let's get into it. Coming in at number one, it's a pretty obvious choice here. Probably the best, if not second best, shooter in the league, Damian Lillard. This man led, carried, honestly, the Trailblazers to the playoffs. Uh, and although they got de- eliminated, Lillard did everything he can to help. He did a lot, and Lillard deserves this. He can do everything. He can get into the paint and score. He can score from mid. He can obviously score from three point. And he is probably one of the defen- one of the best defensive point guards in the league. Like undoubtedly. Damian Lillard is a beast. He deserves to be here and that's why I put him here. Number two, I have Steph Curry. Everyone thought he was gonna get the MVP, which I think he did not deserve. I feel like Dame or Joel should have gotten it instead of Jokic. Uh but Curry, uh, he came off an injury and has really been beasting and feasting this year in the league. He did so much for the Warriors, and they really couldn't do anything to help him. He's basically the Damian Lillard of the Warriors, except has, except Dame has a lot less help and is better. But Curry... Is Curry, you can't not put him here. He has always been amazing. He always will be amazing. Uh, and, yeah, his... I, I was so surprised to see how well he came back after his injury. I thought he was going to have a so-so season. And then next season, he would have this type of season. But, no, he has, he has been a beast. Number three. Oh, and by the way, this list is based off, like... So if they're injured currently, it's based off how they played this season uh, before the injury. So number three, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, number three. This man is probably the most slippery point guard. And what I mean by that is that he is so hard to guard because he can get into the paint on you and, like, bust out some layup that we've never seen before. Like, 360... Uh, reverse between the legs layup in a real game, and it's just spectacular to watch. Jamal Murray is really hard to guard purely because of how well he can move around at his defenders and the moves he can bust out at any time. Jamal Murray is probably the most explosive, if not one of the most explosive point guards in the league, and he deserves a spot. A lot of people think he doesn't, but I do. Number four. It is really tough to decide what position this man is, but I think we all know Luka is a point guard. Number four, Luka Doncic. This man has been pretty good this season. It was obviously not as good as his first season. Uh, But then again, you really can't beat that for how good he played. Oh, my gosh. Luka was a beast he is a beast i do think his passing needs a little work because 
I mean, his passing when he first came to the Mavs, when he first got drafted, was spectacular because he was a rookie and he knew his place. But now he knows he's the star and he can kind of get away with anything. So his passing game needs a little work. His defensive focus needs a little work. But everything else is, like, perfect. Luka's shooting has the best touch there is. Obviously, Dame and Steph are better at shooting, but Luka, like, his a million crossover step back three, if he pulls that on you, you're dead. Like, it's going in, and you're going to put on YouTube. There's no way it isn't. Uh, but anyway, number five, Chris Paul, the best leader, the, the best leader in the league, maybe one of the best leaders in NBA history, probably Chris Paul. Not only is he a great leader, which I actually take into account during this, but every team he goes on improves so much. The Hornets, when he got drafted, terrible team. Chris Paul carried them to not so bad of a season. Carried them to get recognized that they're a good team. Or at least Chris Paul is good. Clippers. Start off just him. We're talking about seasons with him. No other stars. So no DeAndre Jordan, no B. Griffin. Just Chris Paul when he first joined the Clippers. Holy crap. Like five times better than the Hornets. And everyone knows how good he was on the Hornets. Or the New Orleans Pelicans, whatever it was. Chris Paul, he took that team under his wing. The whole team under his wing gave them... So much, like, experience, even though he really hadn't been in the league for that long. He gave him experience like he was a 30-year-old vet. Chris Paul did so much for every team he's been on. And then he went to the Rockets. I know people are thinking, oh, the Rockets were really good before Chris Paul came, and then they were still really good. They were even better. Because now they had a great point guard that could do Literally anything, especially lead his team to the playoffs, if not a conference championship or a championship in general. And then we look at the Thunder. That offseason was big for them. You might argue that they had a lot of other stars like SGA and Dineo Gallinari, who I hate the last name I just said. I do not like Dineo, do not like Gal, but... Yeah. Uh, But anyways, Chris Paul turned the Thunder into a team that knew they were good and gave them confidence. And Chris Paul obviously gave the Chris Paul touch and boom, averaged like 20 a game. It was a beast. And then he went to the Suns. Now, the Suns were great in the bubble. Not as great as they are now, though. The Suns went undefeated in the bubble. But I bet if you put them in a regular season, of course they wouldn't go undefeated, but wouldn't have been that good of a season as they did in the bubble. But with Chris Paul, with everything about him, I know this is taking really long to describe how good he is, but with Chris Paul, everything about him, dude, that is why they are probably going to win the championship this year. That's why. Chris Paul is a beast. Chris Paul is a beast. Chris Paul is a freaking beast. 
Get that through your head. He deserves top five. Number six. I have a man who is probably the biggest meme, or one of the biggest memes uh, in the NBA. Uh, because he's not as good as he was on the Thunder, but Russell Westbrook. This is not biased. kind of is, but Russell Westbrook is an absolute monster. Oh, sorry. <laughs> monster. He can do, uh, just like Chris Paul, he can do practically anything he wants. And especially, okay, he is the most explosive point guard in the league. I, I just need to say this real quick. Nobody's more explosive than Russ. I know I said that Jamal probably was, but no. No, 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 no. Jamal and Dame. Jamal and Dame. No, no, no. Not even close. Forgot about him. Russ is a beast. His shooting has improved so much. People need to freaking see that. His defending is great like usual. And he's gotten just more explosive than ever. And with Bradley Beal's help, they've actually been a great team. And Russell Westbrook's... Russell Westbrook has been doing really well. Sorry if you can hear that. That's my dog. Uh, that might be a little annoying. But number seven, Kyrie Irving. Uh, that's okay. Just wait for my dog to stop. Never mind. Okay, number seven, Kyrie. Uh, yeah, sorry. Again, sorry if you can hear my dog. Uh, number seven, Kyrie Irving. This man is a menace to society. If you... Got in front at three-point line, like in the mid-range area. He was willing up. He was going to make it. You can't guard that. He's Kyrie Irving. His through-the-leg step back, probably one of the most deadly moves in the league. His defense needs a lot of work. But his offense, probably one of the best offensive players, offensive players, in the league. Uh, Kyrie is... Wow. Good. He's good. Kyrie just, like, takes the game over, like, if he wants to. Kyrie can just... Kyrie Irving can do kind of anything he wants on the offensive side. He can get into the paint and maneuver, maneuver around those big centers... He can knock down mid-range shots like it's freaking, I don't know. And his three-point shooting is better than ever on the Nets. Like, it's insane how good everyone has improved. How good everyone has improved. How much everyone has improved. Kyrie Irving is a beast. He always has been. His drib- he's, he's definitely the most deadly dribbler in the league. His, handle, his handles are fantastic. Number eight, Ben Simmons. The best defensive point guard in the league. No doubt about it. Like, you can't deny that. Uh, His, oh my gosh, he can just get into the paint whenever he wants. Like, usually he has like a 6'4", 6'3 guy on him. He can just bully his way through the paint. And he he actually knows how to score in their centers. Like, Ben Simmons is a beast. I know I said that about everybody on this list, but he is. Number nine, Mike Conley. Mike Conley, beginning of the of last season with the Jazz. No, just last season in general with the Jazz. Wasn't the best. Wasn't the best. But this season, this 
season. Oh my gosh. Him and Donovan have been one of the best guard duos in the entire league. Mike has been dishing it to Donovan, who's been nailing practically every shot on the playoffs. And Mike has been just getting to the rim every single chance he can, which is a lot of chances. And he, he his step back mid-range is, has gotten deadlier than ever. When you play for the Grizzlies, probably one of the most deadly moves in the league is step back. Now it actually is like top three deadly moves. Uh, first, you have James Harden's travel. And then you have uh, just Russell Westbrook's, uh, not really moves, but just getting into the paint just whenever he wants to. And then you have Mike Conley's step back uh, mid, midi. It is amazing. Mike Conley, and his defense has improved so much. The Jazz are really a defense-focused team, and you can see that with Mike Conley. His defense is, like, fantastic now. I mean, it was on the Grizzlies, but it's even more fantastic. Number 10, Trey Young. I don't like how he plays. I just, I'm just going to say that. He deserves to be in top 10, though. I can admit that. I'm not going to say anything else about him. 11, Colin Sexton. Mans went from rookie season. Okay. Second year. Pretty good. Third year, which is this year. Holy. Oh, my God. Colin Sexton has taken... Well, his, he's not even controlling himself anymore. He's just a basketball robot. He's really taking the Cavs into carry mode with his playing style, which is score, defend, win. Like, he's like an Uga Booga caveman. He's like, I shoot basketball, it go in. I steal ball, I go in the hoop with the basketball. Like, Colin Sexton... He's just uh, when he when he takes place on the court, he's just like focused in. He's dialed in. He can like move. He's a young Kyrie Irving. That's all I want to say. He can do practically anything on the offensive end. His defense is also really good too. Twelve, Drew Holiday. Ooh, top three best defender, point guard in the league. Uh, after he got traded to the Bucks, his offense. Hasn't been doing too well, uh, but his defense has improved even more. Uh, his offense is okay. His jumper has gotten a little bit better, though. Uh, Drew has always been a great defender. That's why teams love him. Uh, that's why he's very valued. That's why he's number 12, because he can do practically anything on the defensive end. If he wants to steal the ball from you, he'll steal the ball. If he wants to block you or, like, just take a charge. He will. Drew Holiday has probably the best defensive IQ in the league. And, like, I don't think you guys understand how much that can help a team. And people don't even notice it. Drew Holiday is probably the one of the biggest influences for the Bucks, And people don't give him credit. They are like, oh, yay. Giannis. Giannis. Giannis takes a dribble. He's a beast. He's going to be the next Michael Jordan. No, Drew Holiday is. I'm not saying he's carrying the team, because he's not. Drew Holiday is being a beast, like usual. Number 13, Kemba Walker. Uh, you know, if he was back on the Hornets and how he was playing with the Hornets, he would be probably top five, top seven. Reason number 13, 
he does not fit into the Celtics system well at all. That's why he got traded. So I do think as he gets through his new team, he'll be much, much, much greater. We'll see like a prime Hornets, Kemba. Uh, I hate to put him here because I've, I've always loved Kemba. It really hurts me to see that he really wasn't doing good at all last season, the season with the Celtics. Sucks. But, uh, yeah, Kemba will be great next season. More, more words. Uh, really hurts. Really hurts me to put him here. But number 14, John Morant. You guys know how much I hate him, hate his playing style, everything about him. Uh, I loved him in college because he wasn't so focused about himself. He didn't have a, a massive ego, but now he is. So I'm not going to say anything else about him. Number 15, De'Aaron Fox, the fastest player in the league. Oh, my God. I don't know why he doesn't use his speed more often. Like, he can just get into the paint immediately and pull a Jamal Murray and go for a 360 reverse through the legs, behind the back, cradle, layup, dunk, whatever the frick. Uh, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox deserves to be on this list. He deserves to be number 15. Uh, like a lot of people on this list, he can do anything he wants on offense. He's probably, he is the best defender that the Kings have. One of the best defensive point guards in the league. And that is one of the main reasons why he's even in the top 15. Because of his defense. Defense. Okay? Jeez. Not all about, oh, take dribble, make three. I am superstar. No. De'Aaron is more like, take dribble, pass, help my team. Guard this guy, shut him down, help my team. De'Aaron isn't focused about himself like Jaw. First honorable mention, Spencer Dinwiddie. Pretty obvious why. Probably the best backup point guard in the league. Like, there's n- not even close to being a doubt about that. Uh... Spence deserves to be on here. Uh, I I I don't care where you put him. Just at least have him in your honorable mentions. Spencer, like he has taken a mind of his own from since he went from the Pistons to the Nets. He is wow. He wow. He has turned into a great player. Second honorable mention, Malcolm Brogdon. Before, actually no. He has led his team ever since he got there. He's led the Pacers so well. Like, he is basically the Chris Paul of the Pacers. Great leader. He passes the ball way more than he should, honestly, because he is, he know I know, like, how good he is. He can get to the rim whenever he wants. He can make a three whenever he wants. But that unselfishness, passing the ball, even even though he knows he can do practically whatever he wants, that is a good player. That is a team player right there. He deserves to be on this list. Third honorable mention, Dennis Schroeder. Probably had one of the best starts to the season in the league. His middle was actually pretty good too, but his end uh, started downhill. I would have put him in probably like top 12, top 10, but because of that ending and how he played in the playoffs, that dropped him down a lot. But anyways, forget this sheet of paper. Uh... I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Uh, again, season one is coming to an end. This is episode 22 of season one. I hope you guys are loving this podcast, loving these rankings, loving these episodes, just lo- just loving the season. Um, it's come to an end. 
the champion, the finals are almost, almost, almost here. Uh, once, once that's over, season two is coming, and once NFL starts up again, season three, and so on. Uh, thank you so much, guys. By the way, for always watching these, like when I started, I know I'm gonna get really corny and cheesy here. But when I started this podcast, I thought it really wasn't going to do well. I I just kind of was making it for fun, like a hobby. But so many people have started watching it. And you guys have, like, just helped me so much. Because I finally found something that I enjoy, that I can do all the time besides basketball. Like, thank you so much, guys. Honestly, this is awesome to just sit down and just talk. Just talk about my thoughts, and people listen to it and enjoy it. It's awesome. Thank you so much, guys. You guys deserve, like, everything. I'm so thankful for you guys. I'm so thankful for everything that has happened to me this year. I know for some people it hasn't been a great a great year. I feel bad for them. I, I actually do, but this has been a great year for me, mainly because of my podcast. It's really taken a mind of its own. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, Have a great day. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.